Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ryan C. with Jesse J.'s Pinball Adventures, a podcast all about the wonderful adventures of a 29-year-old lady, a wonderful woman called Jesse J. from Melbourne, who is embarking on an adventure to learn all about pinball through the eyes of Ryan C. Uh, this is episode 10. I would like to welcome you to the star of the show, Jesse J. Jesse J., how are you? I think you just put me to sleep, and not in a good Jeff Teolis way, in a bad way. Uh, uh, you, Remember you, when you, you ripped you on... Just... No, we're keeping that. Remember when you ripped on David Attenborough, and you were like, he's so boring? Yeah. Well, you just bored me to death with that introduction. This is episode 10. We're really bloody excited. It's going to be awesome. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I have the worst show notes ever. Okay, hit me with it. What have you got? I, I don't know. I don't know when I wrote this, but I just like whenever I think of something, I just like put it in some Google Google Notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse J's next podcast is the title of the, the notes. Yeah, everyone is kicking goals and interviewing cool people like Zach Sharp. Gary Stern is doing factory tours, and we are just sitting here talking about Dutch dicks. Well, I mean, one of us was talking about that. I refuse to engage. <laughs> How did that go? How did that go, Jess? Um, we actually don't speak about. We just, <laughs> you're just dead to me after that. Um, I have not had any contact with that person, and that's probably for the best because you didn't offer me any uh, actual information about them as a human being. <laughs> sure. Um, so, well, we'll do the bump se- uh, segment later. Um, yeah. This is a pinball podcast, but my other bit of the notes was googling ugly ginger kids. Because I think at one point in my week, uh, I was trying to get a picture of Jeff T. Ellis as a kid, and I just mm-hmm. I just wrote, like, ugly ginger kids, and I just laughed, like, scrolling through Google. Who says so. he was an ugly ginger kid? He might have been a cutie. Well, I don't know. He's might. Not, he's not very good looking now, so what are the, what are the chances? Poor Jeff. Well, being, being, like, not that great looking develops a personality, so Jeff's oh. fucking got, got personality in spades. Is that why you're so funny, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey Jess, do you want to talk to, about some motherfucking pinball drama? I do. This is why you were calling me before and I didn't answer because I just got engrossed in this thread on Pinside and it's this never-ending saga. And when I joined Pimple, Jess, it was it was fucked. Like it was like during this like certain boom period where you could basically steal money off pinball people, and I still think. People don't realize like how much money you can steal off pinball people because we haven't been fleeced enough. And I just think pinball people are too nice and too trusting, and we love the hobby. Um, mm-hmm. You know, John Papa Duke, like, hey, give me some money. I know how to make pinball machines. No, you don't, motherfucker. You don't know shit. Uh, and then he goes and rips off like American Pinball, and now there's a deep root thing going on. Uh, then there was Kevin Kulik. The guy was like, hey, I got a Predator pinball machine. Have you ever heard about this, Jess? No, I don't know so, about any of this stuff. This is all new to me. Pre- Predator by, you know, like, you know, Pre- Predator the movie with Arnie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get back to the chapel. Yeah. So, <laughs> so guy, yeah, that's that was that was basically the pinball machine. It wasn't very good, but it was Predator. A guy brought it to a bunch of um, pinball shows, and he was like, I have the license. Fucking give me money. So I think okay. he, he pocketed maybe like a million dollars. And guess what? He never had the license. Um, and then he just disappeared with the money. It was a, it's a long, boring thing. Uh, okay. the, big, the Big Lebowski, I mean, that's finally getting done now. It, it's like a, just a long shit list of stuff. Yeah. Embedded in there was this company that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and this is a very minor minor one, but it's still going on, um, called Paperflock. 
and they were like, hey, we want to collaborate with Stern Pinball and to celebrate the 30-year anniversary of Stern, which, by the way, was in 2016. Mm-hmm. And we want to make a book of, like, every like every pinball machine they've made in the 30 years of existence, kind of, like, through the, through the uh, like, Data East days and all the way up to, like, whatever they were up to. Mm-hmm. And Stern kind of backed it as well. They did some promo videos for them, and they're like, yeah, let's let's raise, like, there was a Kickstarter. And Kickstarters are the, are the fucking worst, Jess. They are the worst thing. If you back a Kickstarter project, like, I don't know, at the moment, you got some screws loose. Anyway, people backed it, including Marty, our mate Marty, which you met the mm-hmm. other day. And in true pinball faction, they were like, well, it's kind of like a $50 book or something, but let's make like a limited edition version. And they kind of made like like Stern's pinball brackets, like Super Ali, Ali, Zombie did some art, get a t-shirt, a poster, this, this, and that. Okay. Four years later, they've finally got it available. And all their delays were bullshit. Like, ah, oh, we thought we were going to get, like, all this stuff from Stern, but we didn't get it. And we're just sifting through, like, the catalogue they gave us. And we have to take photos, and we don't know where to find the pinball machines. It was, it was like, an amateur hour. Marty just got the invoice for his book. It's mm-hmm. a four... Apparently, it's, it was going to be a two-pound book, you know, which is, like, what, a kilo? Uh, but now it's a four-and-a-half-pound book. The price they are charging Marty to get just, just the book shipped... A hundred and twenty-five dollars. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Just for the shipping? Yeah, and pretty much like they're ripping everyone <laughs> off. They're ripping everyone off in the US for shipping as well, like because people know the rates in the US. They're like, well, I know how much that costs because you can just yeah. like go on the USPS website. But I mean, like double the shipping, double double like te- like eight, you know, fifteen bucks to thirty, like boohoo. But people anywhere but Australia, sorry, anywhere but the US are getting fucked on. Um, and if you bought the limited edition model with like a t-shirt, the t-shirt adds like, uh, like I just saw on Pinside, th- this guy ordered a book and a t-shirt and yeah. the, the end price to his door is going to be $625. No. <laughs> no, that's so bad. Anyway, this is just me rambling on. I don't know if it's very interesting, but like it's a common <laughs> thing in pinball to just pinball people to just get absolutely fucked on because pre-ordering anything anything pinball anything thunderbirds those guys got screwed um is just the worst like never ever give anyone your money for anything no 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 do do give your money to someone and that someone will be me i'm going to release a book about pinball okay yeah, and it's yeah. going to be i'm just going to take photos and i'm going to staple them together and <laughs> i'll print it out at office works I'll staple them together and charge $200 for it and I'll get Ryan C from head to head to sign it and Marty Robbins and it'll be like, you know, a collector's item, right? Well, th- th- maybe hustle. maybe just charge a reasonable price for it, like 50 bucks. Yeah. Take take 4 years to do it so there's no recourse for like chargebacks or anything. Um yep. and th- there's emails saying, "Hey, the estimated price to Australia is like, I don't know, 23 bucks." And it was like 123 bucks plus change. <laughs> Anyway, right. that's just my rant. I'm reading the thread and I actually feel sick. I feel sick for the people that like waited four years for this piece of shit book. I know it's going to be shit. They waited this entire time and this fucking scumbag like has the audacity to fleece them even more. Like I am yeah. I'm livid and I didn't even pre-order. I'm just like, anyway. So we're not going to have, we don't need to have Battle of the Bumps anymore. We'll just have the title fight between Ryan C and Paperflock. <laughs> It's not like Paperflock sounds like this like company or something. It's just some it's some, just some guy. dude. It's just some long haired fucking hipster fuck. He's he's the bump of the week, by the way. <laughs> he's not the bump of the week. Not admitted. I feel like you need to just, you know, meditate for a moment or have a beer or something. 
I'm so upset. I'm this is episode <laughs> 10. We're going to bring some joyous energy to this. <laughs> no, I, I think you're well within your rights to be mad about that, but we need to we need to bring up the vibe, you know. All right, um, what have you What have you got? What have you got? Look, unfortunately, it's it's not going to increase your vibe um, for me to let you know that you have been defeated in the shit theme once again. But we can put a pin in that and have that later because I actually need time to think of one. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't I'm, thought of one either. Oh my gosh, we are coming really unprepared into episode 10. Okay, let me refer to my show notes. What else have you got for me, Ryan? What else have I got? What have you been doing? Uh, I got to play uh, Haggis Pinball. I talked all about it on um, the Final Round Pinball podcast with Jeff Teolis and Marty Robbins. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to repeat myself, but I listened back to it. And one thing I didn't talk about is the playfield quality. Um, and when they announced, because I'm not sure if you know, Jess, oh, this is this is a, a, a teaching episode. I'm going to teach you all the shit. Um, okay. People bitch. That's really good because you haven't taught me shit for like a month. Oh. <laughs> All right. Pimble, have you heard about dimples? Yes. Not on your face, like pim- pimble dimples? Yes. <laughs> People bitch about pimble dimples and there's like pooling and, and ghosting and like there's a whole array of new um, playfield issues. And I'm going to talk about them because it's actually like really fucking boring to talk about and everyone else is doing a great job. Thumbs up guys. Keep on going. You, you show those pinball companies that you're, you're not going to buy the games. Okay. So, um, deep root was like, fuck you guys. We're going to, we're going to get a hammer test. Like every playfield from deep root, like we're going to hit it with a hammer and it's not going to dimple. And everyone's just like, bullshit. You can't do that. And before they, (laughs) before they revealed anything, good old demo from haggis pinball, right, that you haven't met yet, mm-hmm. um, who's literally just like 30 minutes away from us, put a video online, and I can link you to it after so you can see, and he put a sledgehammer to a fucking pinball play field and it didn't do a dent because they've kind of like reinvented this way. Uh, it's, it's, it's a new way of doing it. It's been done similarly before, but basically it's like perspex um, with art printed underneath and then you've got wood. So the mm-hmm. ball never actually touches wood. It touches the perspex. And then people were like, well, the per- perspex is going to scratch. So he created this rig and he rolled a ball there, like back and forth, like, over a million times in a week. It's got a, it had a counter with a little Arduino, and there was no scratches at all. Um, and everyone's like, "Well, it, it's not interacting with like a normal play field, so it plays differently." And everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Well, clear cut on top of wood, like it isn't actually touching wood." Anyway, so people kind of didn't know if it was going to play differently or whatever. And I realized that I played like the final version on the weekend and I didn't want to think about it because it played like a normal pinball machine. So yeah. I just wanted to put it out there because I didn't, didn't talk about it on final round that it, it, it plays the same as a normal pinball machine and it will okay. never fuck up. It will, it will last a million years because it is fantastic. Not good. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Some innovation going on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. And this is, this is the funny thing. So when I, <laughs> when I went to check out their play fields, I was with Jeff Teolis. This was in January where they did the video. Yeah. They gave me a hammer and they're like, smack it, Ryan. I'm like, ah, I kind of don't want to. Like, <laughs> I know you say <laughs> it's safe, but it's... sacrilegious. Yeah, it does. It's like, it's like, can you imagine like someone gives you like a hammer and a baby? Like, yeah, hit me a baby in the head. He's got like superpowers. Like he won't die. I'm like, no, I, I you know, a pinball play field is like a baby to me. Like I would not do it. Anyway. I did it a little bit, and they're like, ah, come on, Ryan. Like, puts it. So I, I gave it a big smack and, like, nothing. And then when Deep Root finally revealed their playfield recently, there was no video, but there was a little kind of, like, apparently he just gave it a little a little tiny ding. Um, okay. So quite funny for the – anyway, that's enough. That's, what, that's, like, that's my entire of, show notes. Uh, 
Oh, that's it. That's it. No, we have more to talk about. Oh, yeah, we have more to talk about. The, but the rest is now is now your show notes. It's all ad libbed, <laughs> like usual. Um, all right. Well, we should just talk about GNR because I feel like I have a lot to say about that, and probably so do you. So you wrote um, a voluminous <laughs> and effusive essay about how much you love GNR, right? And when you yeah. first played it, you were like, Jess. I can't stop thinking about it. It's the most amazing game I've ever played. Um, you know, it, it gave me a happy ending. <laughs> it cooked my dinner for me. Uh, it it brokered world peace. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life, right? Do you... I want to know paraphrasing, now. Paraphrasing. Paraphrasing, yeah. Look, there might have been a little bit of creative license applied there, but that's pretty much almost word for word what you said. So... Now that you've had some more time with it, um, what do you think? Well, I'm 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 pretty good at nitpicking things. I will let you know that <laughs> the pill machine out of the box has the world's worst rubbers on them. I fucking hate. I think Zach Many talked about it on his podcast. Possibly, um, mm-hmm. the ball at one stage came down like the left in lane, screeching down so fast, and I I held my left flipper up. So it can like kind of like bounce over or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like want to hit a shot on the fly, and it it somehow stopped the ball dead because it, the the rubber they use is this really weird grippy rubber. I don't know. Take them off when you get your machine and chuck them in the bin and use like any other rubber. That's my number one thing that I wanted to okay. get out of the way. Um, yeah. No, it still is cool. It still is fucking cool. It's. I know at one stage, like, the craziness will wear off and, and yeah. you have to treat the pinball machine for the three things that I like, personally. Shots, rules, and sound. That's all. That's mm-hmm. really only the three things that I care about the most. Um, yeah. But I know I'm not... That everyone else has different things that they like. And I know, I know the game is good enough to be forever loved by 95% of the people that are buying it. Do you reckon? Yes. I reckon it's so overhyped, Ryan. Yeah, it's so overhyped because you got the shadow. You got the fucking, like, one of the coolest pinball machines and it's <laughs> dialed in uh, decently and you get, like, you know, four-way combos, you get Super Vengeance and, like, it's a 90s pinball machine that does a certain amount of things right. This is, and you've played it to death and this is, like, so different. But I'm not talking about the shadow. I'm talking about GNR. Yeah, I'm talking about how, like, you're, you don't know what you like about pinball yet, but I know, I know... 100% that one of them for you is shots because you were, mm-hmm. like, obsessed with Jurassic Park. You love the shadow, and both those pinball machines shoot really well. You don't want a clunk fest. And this is not a clunk fest, obviously, but it's not it's not as toit. It's not as tight as those two games. Not as toit, toit like a toyga? Um, yeah, okay. Well, that is true. And as I said to you, I think um, I feel – like it's funny for me to make this comment given that I played it so badly. <laughs> I absolutely sucked at it. Um, but it didn't feel it didn't feel to me like it was challenging in the way that Shadow or Jurassic Park are. Um, and I don't know. There's still I feel like I've been. Do you, such a do you feel a bit weird how like when you were kind of sucking, but it was like turn off the lights, multi ball, shoot everything. Maybe yeah. Like it was kind of like chucking you some some multiples you didn't think you deserved yeah i i mean it definitely um it 
it triggers multi balls at times that I just didn't understand. I was like, I actually haven't done anything. Like it's just happening. Yeah. Why is this? Why is this a thing? I didn't hit anything. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, nothing, that was nothing confusing. is significant. Yeah, you you did hit something. It just wasn't what you. Yeah, but it was like ball. completely unexpected. Yeah, there's there's four um, of them. There's four multi balls that are like that. I think or three. Yeah. A bit weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've just, I've been a bit of a hater about this game and, you know, I've said to people, I really want it to succeed. I think that JJP have put together a visually such a beautiful creation. It looks incredible. The cabinet's amazing. The play field looks amazing. All the detail in the toys, incredible. The light show, amazing. Love all of that. But I just can't care about it. I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me because everybody seems very enthused about it, but, um, just didn't doesn't grab it feel, mine. Doesn't it feel like a step forward, though, compared to everything else you've played? No, that's the thing. In, ter- for, in terms of playing it, no. Looking at it, yes. But like I said to you the other day, yeah, but I nothing, think... nothing's ever... like. I mean, I don't think... <laughs> I mean, what else do you think a ball can do that it hasn't already been done for you to be like, oh, wow, this plays like... You know, this is a step forward in pinball the way it plays. I mean, like it's a pinball, so it's a it's a steel ball being hit around by two bats. <laughs> so yeah, it but has that's to be about the experience, right? Like that's that's the only way to elevate the pinball experience, right? Elevate the world from mediocrity to greatness. Um, yeah, but that's I mean, like you were you were so taken by the whole experience, and I just didn't feel the excitement that you did. I don't know. Maybe I was too distracted by that giant pimple on your head. <laughs> oh fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> now you've thrown me because I'm thinking about my pimple. Yeah, I need to make you laugh because you're in such a sour mood. I'm not in a sour mood. I'm like, yes, you are. You've got your coffee. cranky pants on. I'm not cranky. I, I can't you believe that cranky. fucking paper flock. I gotta find out his name because I can't be bothered. Like, I don't want to hate on a, a company that has one employee. Paper okay. flock owner. I just want to say his name and just fucking. So you are in a mood. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm not angry. I'm just going to find this guy's name and send a SWAT team to his house. Hey, editor's note. I couldn't find his name during the podcast, but I. <laughs> the guy's name is Joe Rubenstein or Joseph Rubenstein. His email is joedp at mac.com. Or if you want to call him, and basically tell him to get cunted for being such a conniving, lazy bastard who's trying to take advantage of the shitty situation that he created. His number is 626-230-9474. Back to the program. Ignore. Okay. Okay, um, so you're still, you're still mad and we I'm still need to cheat. Ah, DNR. Hee hee. Amazing. Um... <laughs> Yay, pinball! Yay, Yay multi ball! Yay! You know Jess, what? Was you great, don't understand. Though. You know, you know, you know what was fucked, Jess? What? For like two days after I played Gina with you, I couldn't mm-hmm. stop saying random phrases and adding the word multi ball to the end. Yeah, I know, because I hung out with you immediately afterwards and we went to get food and you were like, <laughs> fried chicken multi ball. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop. KFC multi ball, shoot everything. It, I, I don't know. It was got, it got stuck in my head. It was like something multi-ball, shoot everything, mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop. Just, if you're – based on the day that you had today, if you had a multi-ball named after something that you did today, what would it be? 
avoid crazy people at St Kilda Beach, multi ball, shoot, <laughs> shoot everything. everything. It doesn't sound very good in the context. I was at, <laughs> I was at St Kilda with my daughters, and there's a guy who was walking past, and he looked a bit like I don't know. You don't you don't have to, you don't have to profile people, but he looked like he might have been on the gear or something. Okay. And um, I was kind of I was like, oh man, this is bad. It's like my kids are here, and he's kind of like walking around, huffing and puffing. And I swear to God, this is what came out of his mouth. He wasn't talking to anyone. He was, like, walking by me and my kids. And uh-huh. he said, uh, the world is full of corporate fat cats and f***ers, and I will murder all of them. And I'm like, oh, we got to move out of this, this section. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Yay, multiball. <laughs> Yay, shoot everything. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. Gina, um, so, I want to fight you about this. No, I want to fight you about Gina. Um, yeah, okay, fight me about it. Why don't you it's like up. it? <laughs> Besides sucking um, it. Is it because no, you don't understand the rules? No, it doesn't Yeah, I mean, maybe if I learn the rules, I might like it more. And we've discussed that it takes me a while to learn game rules, so I'd probably have to play it a lot more. Um, but that said, like Jurassic Park, I don't still don't fully really understand how to play. Oh, but I gave it like a five-minute run-through without the fucking yeah. glass on. Like, come on. And none of that would have actually stuck in my brain at all. I'm like, yeah, cool, there's paddocks and you rescue people. Mad. Um, what, what are the rules of Gina? Shoot everything. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not all the rules for all the multiballs that, like, always happen. Like, when you're not in multiball, which I know is, like, 5% of the time, what are the rules, Jess? Um, you have to, like, recruit the band members. Yeah. And then start songs and then you play the songs. Yeah, that's it. And then you repeat that process. <laughs> over and over again forever forever well november rain how much better does the game look when there were no lights like shining in your face yeah it okay i've got a we need to talk about something shining in my face yeah. <laughs> we talked about this earlier i so i was finally able to meet my bff um marty uh, a long time coming and we loved each other as much as we expected that we would, which was a lot. Um, but one thing that I didn't love about Marty's setup is that his player cam is like down underneath your eye level pointing up at your face. And that's okay for you guys who have like chiseled jaw lines. But from that <laughs> angle, I had about 87 chins. Jess, you like, used to be a literally boxer. Why, do you, why don't you have a chiseled jawline? Why I did once look like upon a Buzz time. Lightyear? <laughs> this is what I'm going to be aiming for uh, next week when the gyms reopen to get a jawline like Ryan C. To get rid of your chins? Yeah, because they're, like, they're expanding. <laughs> anyway, yeah, with the lights on, it was you could still tell that it had a fantastic light show and it still looked great. But then we, I didn't get to play it with them off until after the stream and it made a massive difference. So, it's a yeah, con- that- it's a constant thing with uh, me and Marty, and I haven't learned my bullet lesson. I know it drives him up the wall. Um, at some point in the stream, because he has like this massive floodlight in your face, and then one for the pinball machine, kind mm-hmm. of like pin stadiums, but for the whole room. And at one point, I'll just like turn turn the light off, and I'm <laughs> like, oh, look how much better that looks. And he'll just look at me like, no, Ryan, like we've been streaming for like four years put it back on like we're not here for you we're here for everyone watching the stream and i'm like ah but look ah ah." your reaction was so cute though you were like ah it's so exciting you're like a little kid in a toy store like wow look at the lights it's so cool 
Um, but it, does, I mean, it makes a huge difference. It is much better with the lights off. I will give it that. But I've, I mean, I've been saying this whole time. I love the way it looks. I have no issue with that. I just think it's kind of boring. What do you do? You need to be faster. Is that what you're? Are you addicted to speeds? We'll, we'll end up figuring out, like, just from like all the games that you like, and yeah. all the games that you yeah, don't so like. This is, what it is. this is like exactly as you said. I can't really articulate why. No, I do yeah, no, so and you people. you won't for a while. You won't for a while. Okay, well, we know that I love Shadow. We know that I love Jurassic Park. Do you like uh, AFM, kind of? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did. Mm. But mm, this is a conundrum. Did you like playing Cheetah? Yes, I did. I mean, there's, there's not, there, there might not be like a formula. It yeah. could, it could I be, think... it could, you could be really like a basic bitch and it could be just like games that I am good at, I like. But I wasn't good at Jurassic Park. So that, that rules you, that you... out. Mm, okay. Right, we'll figure it out. Anyway, it's, <laughs> I mean, right, cool. like, yeah, after, like, talking about, like, it's the greatest thing ever, then obviously you, you probably th- thought it was going to make you breakfast as well, and it, it didn't make you breakfast, so. I thought it was going to do my tax return. I thought that it was going to solve hunger around the world. You know, there's just, you you absolutely over-promised and under-delivered, I'm afraid to say, I, right? No, I, well, it blew me away, okay? <laughs> so what are you going to say? Um, I still think it's cool, and I, I, I think it's awesome. No, I think I'm just ripping you. I think it was awesome that you loved it so much. And I'm sure lots of other people will as well. And I might change my mind about it if I put more time into it too. I think there's nothing wrong with being able to change your opinion in the face of new facts or a new experience. So maybe one day I'll be like, yeah, Gina, yay, multiball. But for now, not sold. Sorry, everybody. So there's a pinball machine called Rick and Morty, Jess, that I mm-hmm. pre-ordered. And I said yes. don't pre-order. December last year. And mm-hmm. it's 11 months later. Oh, my God. So long. And it's finally here um, in the country. And I think I get it next week. So by the time we talk awesome. next time, we'll both have played it. We're probably going to be playing with Marty. So um, Great. might not be able to experience the light show in its natural form. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, Rick and Morty. I don't know. It's very weird because I was very excited about this pinball machine when it got announced. One, yeah. year, one year is a long time to keep up the hype. And, it was a um, long time to wait. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like cool when you get to play something before everyone else. Um, some people like the game. Some people don't. Some people think it shoots a bit weird. Some people think it's hilarious. Some people think it needs more codes. Um, okay. I've, I haven't watched that that much. I don't know of the streams and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if you like Better it. Better just play it when you get it. Um, did you ever watch that? I don't know if I sent it to you, but there's like a really fucked up Australian version of Rick and Morty. Someone yes. did like a one shot episode. Yeah. Yeah. That. I think I'm still scarred from watching that. It's horrible. Um, it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, but I haven't actually watched any of Rick and Morty either, so I'll probably follow the trend that I've been following this year, which is that I play a pinball machine before I actually watch the media that it originates from. Do you think I would like Rick and Morty? I I thought I think it is an amazing show. I just didn't care at all about the latest season. Um, okay. And I don't know if it's just because I just get bored of things quickly. Um just like I got bored of your face, Jess. Um, <laughs> Is that why we broke up? That's why we broke up. That's the reason of the week. I got bored of your face. Okay, uh, wait. We need to go back to today. So for, <laughs> for our listeners, right, Ryan does this thing where, like, the nanosecond he jumps in his car, he'll it's like he does his life admin in the car. So he'll ring me. Every time I answer the phone, Ryan's in the car. 
and he'll approach his destination. Like he'll be talking away. I could be telling the most riveting story in the world and we'll get to, he'll be like, oh, I'm two minutes from the place I've got to go. Bye. And just like cuts the call off, right? So there's another one of these conversations today where I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Are you sick of talking to me now, Ryan? Um, but the very first thing that you said to me today was you were like, you look fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I had my hair done, like I had my eyeliner on, you know, I was, I was feeling myself and Ryan's just straight up like, you look fucked. Do you know why, um, do you know why, Jess? Because um, the camera was bef- below your eye level and I could see your 86 <laughs> your chins. 87 chins. No, it's 87. Give them all credit where credit is due. Yeah. Thank you. You meant to, you meant yeah. to merge out of Corona all sexy. What's going on? Uh, I don't think that that's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I know people don't like talking about coronavirus, but and we were we were in the worst lockdown ever. We've had like mm. eight days, and oh, it's nine days now. Nine days, yeah. By the time yeah. this airs, who knows? Um, nine days of zero cases, zero, not zero deaths, zero cases. So we're mm-hmm. we're pretty happy right now. Yeah, we've crushed it. We went through the hard yards, but now Victoria's in a really good place. And I am really excited for Social People to make a return because, as you know, I haven't had the opportunity since I briefly played in a league in, like, 2012 to play with anybody besides you. And has, now has, Eric, has Eric invited you to his house yet? He hasn't. I wonder, uh, I wonder, how, many, I wonder how many people have messaged Eric, like, hey, Eric, how you going? <laughs> Eric, I guarantee at least five. <laughs> Yeah, for those who don't know, Eric is pretty much the guy with the best collection in in our state, and um, he lives pretty far away. But it's it's worth like one hundred and fifty dollar Uber. It'll take you to get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric's awesome. We've had some really good chats uh, during the lockdown, and I'm happy that it's over. He is the absolute connoisseur of Australian snacks too. So I think I'll uh, I'll have to come bearing some Monte Carlos to Eric's place if I get an invite. And some lamingtons, and we'll have ourselves a gay old time. Yeah, social pinball coming back is going to be really good. Hey Ryan, when are you going to open a pinball venue? Like open a pinball venue and like quit my job and just do pinball. Yeah, I would love to. It's like every pinball guy's dream. The problem is, um, I don't know shit about running, um, like a restaurant, bar, anything. I could do the pinball stuff. I could figure out some cool ways to promote it. Some goods. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd do something like they do in, in Canada, in Toronto, eh? Where it's like pay pay 10 bucks and everything's on free play and just get, nice. just get a good vibe happening in there. Um, That'd be right. Or, Why don't you, you supply the pinball machines and you can do the business side of things and I'll be the sassy bar bitch and I'll cook do you, people. Do you you've, know anything about it? You've eaten my food. I cook good food. Uh, nah. Yeah, I can make drinks. Nah, you're fine. I would get, yeah. I would get Kate. Kate Martin from the US, I would fly her down here. I'd be like, what are you okay. getting paid in the US? Um, I'll double it. Actually, she's probably getting paid way too much. I couldn't double it. I'll give you 5% more. Come down. Yeah, having, having Kate would be pretty bad at us. Um, but I feel like she might need an offsider. So I'm trying to weasel <laughs> my way back in here, you see. I'll be Kate's can you clean She can be the pinball, manager. Can you clean pinball playfields? Can you wipe down the glass and all the, oh, all the beer can... vomit on the floor? I can wipe, yep. I can wipe like nobody's business, mate. Okay, so it's done then. The deal is done. We are opening our bar. I'm not going to say what it would be called on air because it, we all know between the three of us it would be one very rude swear word and nothing else. Come play pinball Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, cool. So I look forward to you opening your venue. That's going to be great. Cool. Yeah, there should be some cheap places available, right? Everyone's going broke. Um, yeah. yeah. Everything's up for lease. This is your time to shine, Ryan. You're a savvy businessman. You've been running businesses forever. You can mm. do this. Okay. All right. I'll do it. I'll, I'll get to work. Sorted. Cool. All right. Um, does it need, to be, in, does it need to be in the West or like where, where should I put it? Well, don't put it in the East. Put it in the city somewhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. Done. Okay, you know what? Awesome. I could probably get a venue and like one of those venues that have has like an apartment on top, and then I'll just live yeah. there. And if, even if yeah. the business fails, I'd be like, "Well, this is where I live, so I don't care." Exactly, and you uh, just go downstairs and play pinball. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's the eighth of November at the moment. When are you getting a vengeance? Sometime in the next two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> when it's here, it's here. I don't. I don't. I don't like ordering things in advance i fucking hate the anticipation yeah, of things you're, you're such a new shiny kind of guy yeah i don't even want I, I on my birthday like i don't even know where i'm going or what i'm doing i'm like don't tell me tell me like when we're like in a taxi on the way there like i don't care mm-hmm. so yeah i don't, <laughs> okay. don't want to know I, the fact that i have to order rick and morty a year in advance is just like, against the grain of everything i believe in but i had to because you know it's sold out in seven hours yes and also because we live in australia and things take forever to get here all right, cool. Well, um, good chat. <laughs> Let me refer to my show notes and see what else we have to talk about. Oh, okay. Look, we need to talk about the bomb. Okay, let's talk about bomb. I got a, I got a nice guy for you. I don't know if no, you're no, single. Before you get nice to that, guy. yeah, we need to just discuss that. Um, I got a message from Tim Sexton that was basically to the effect of like the bomb quality has been atrocious lately. <laughs> okay, we've gone from Raymond Davidson to Tim to Stu McVicar, <laughs> to he who shall not be named. <laughs> um, so and rude. I'm not being rude. There's nothing There's nothing wrong with that person. It's just that you ran the segment so poorly. So <laughs> Tim was basically like, look, the quality is really slipping. Like I want some good competition here um, and has expressed his displeasure. So what I want to know is I'm I'm with Tim on that. I think that you are presenting some very compelling cases and I want something a little bit better this time around. What have you got for me? Okay. This guy this guy isn't a great pinball player, but damn, he could <laughs> he could talk about pinball all day long, Jess. All day long. Oh yeah? Yeah. Uh, and this guy, like, what have you got in common with these pinball guys? You play pinball. Like they're not really like you, they're developers and stuff, but Jess, you're a podcaster, and this guy was the golden standard of pinball podcasting for many years. He paved the way mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. He's still podcasting today, but is he's hidden behind a paywall. You have to like register an account to listen to his podcast. No one wants to fucking do that. Like no one listens to his podcast anymore. Well, they probably okay. do, but you know, like I don't. <laughs> uh, so that's how really pompous. Um, the guy I'm talking about is Nate Shivers. I don't Nate actually. Shivers. I don't actually know if he's single or not, but fuck it, we're going with it. He's single. <laughs> Nate Shivers. Oh, he lives in Amsterdam. Yeah, he lives in Amsterdam. So uh, he used to live in the US, but he's he's a jet setter. He was actually um, in Melbourne last year, and I messaged him. I'm like, "Hey, dude, like, how come you didn't hit me up?" He was like at Pinball Paradise playing pinball. I'm like, I would have just like put the games all on free play for you. You're like my idol, my hero. You're the you're Nate Shivers, and he's like, "Yeah, cool, maybe next time." Um, <gasps> he brushed you off. Yeah, Nate Shivers is like his. If if you hook up with Nate Shivers, you will learn some sweet brushing off skills. Like you got to be in Nate Shivers' circle. He's like he's like you know the cool kids at school. 
that they're like mm-hmm. they know they're cool and they hang out with all the other cool kids and you might be like a really interesting Jess but like you're not a cool kid and you walk up to Nate Shivers and you're like hey can we like hang out um, and you're like well no he's not part of my circle okay that's good. so so, it- so this is this is a chance for you to enter into the elite the, of the elite pinball circle like this guy has Roger right. Sharp on speed dial he was like hey Roger Sharp I need you to like do this He'd be like Roger Sharp like yes sir yes sir so. <laughs> Okay, so this is like the Illuminati of pinball media. I, I, I'm pretty sure Nate Shivers is part of is is, is pulling the strings he, of Gary Stern and Sam Pinball. He's the guy deciding on one thousand dollar fucking toppers. Do you know toppers <laughs> cost a thousand fucking dollars now? Like not as a I joke do. for Alvira. Like it's a thousand dollars for the, the team. It, yeah, US. It's just stupid. Yes. Pinball people are so fucking dumb. I'm so sick of this fucking hobby, man. Like people are so dumb. <laughs> Oh my god, you are in such a mood today. You've gone just from like, I'm obsessed with Guns N' Roses and everything is great and I just want to bathe in the glory of this light show for the rest of my life and now you're like, fun pinball. I wonder, I if, I wonder pinball. if Nate Shivers is the fucking guy pulling the strings behind Paper Flock. You... Maybe. <laughs> no. Maybe. This is why he can afford to live in Amsterdam because he's actually pleasing everyone. He's just smoking weed all day, just fucking relaxing. No. Yeah. It's horrible. Nate, okay. Sh- Nate Shivers is a really nice guy. And um, yeah, I, I hope he's. You're he, not cool enough for him. So he hundred percent is not listening to our show. Like we are, no. we are way, way beneath him. And I don't even think his cool friends would even message him and say, "Hey, listen to these guys talking shit about you." He wouldn't even do it. He wouldn't even say, "Ah, I don't have time to fucking." So I don't know how you're gonna like weasel your way into talking to this guy, but uh, you can, you can try. You can try. Okay, you know who I'm actually completely obsessed with, and I want to marry. You won't know who it is, but Jack his Danger. name is Tim. No. <laughs> Jack, Not Danger. Jack Danger. No, Ryan. So inappropriate. Um, where's the 3D printer? Where's the pin bar? <laughs> uh, no, not Jack Danger. We have moved on. Um, <laughs> Jack Danger is so the 18th of June, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> he was, um, he no. was, <laughs> he was your lockdown obsession. Now you're out of lockdown. You got fuck, right. you, you you're strutting your stuff with your eighty six chins. You're like, I don't need that yeah. man. <laughs> and he can't see them from up there. He's like seven feet tall. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually need, you need a tall guy right now. I do. I always date shorties. I mean, you know, you're not very tall. How so right. how tall is Nate Shivers? Please message me and let me know if he's tall enough to not see Jess's eighty six chins. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna slide in and be like. Hello, you actually have no idea who I am, but I run a podcast about pinball and I really need to know how tall you are. <laughs> Never mind anything else. Send us your stats, please. Okay, no, the person who I'm obsessed with is Tim Rogers. He works for Kotaku. He's a video game dude. He's been a developer for years and he has his own shows where he, just, where he reviews video games. I love him. He's about 40, I think, but he looks like he's 12. Tim Rogers, oh, the really Australian cool. musician? No. What am I? I'm typing in Look Tim Rogers Kotaku. Tim, Tim Rogers Kotaku, yeah. So anyway, I tried Ew. to add. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's the personality. He's very funny. <laughs> I tried to add Tim Rogers on Facebook, right? And I was like, you know, I'll use my 0.0000000 to the power of 7201% of podcasting clout and add Tim oh I was like oh we've got one person one mutual friend in common and they work at Stern you know maybe he will think I'm relevant anyway Tim's left me hanging for like 
a month now, so I don't think it's going to happen. But if you can get him on board for the bombs, that would mean, make me the happiest what person. What is this got to do with pimple? Nothing at all. This is just you that's got a crush on some, like, pimply dude that reviews, like, pimple games. Uh, re- sorry. <laughs> Video games. Yeah, same thing, right? No. I like when you were, like, earlier in the episode, you're like, this is a podcast about pinball because we need to remind people because <laughs> of all the stupid tangents we go off on. I just I just um, typed yeah. in his name, Tim Rogers Kotaku, and I know this is, like, unfair, but all the pictures, he's pulling a really stupid face. This this Wait. guy is, like, equivalent to the paper flock guy. Like, I don't want to see his face. Reminds me of, um, like, Napoleon Dynamite when you look at these pictures. Anyway, he speaks he speaks fluent Japanese and is oh, funny. So cool. I just, yeah, I love it. Um, but you know what the kicker is? The reason that we love Tim Rogers, you can just cut all of this out, but I love Tim Rogers because he did a really, really in-depth extended translation of Final Fantasy Seven. Oh. And you know how much I love Final Fantasy. Oh my god. I'm my pants are off right now. This is so exciting. I know it's so hot. Yeah, it's amazing. So anyway, Nate Chivers is the bomb for the week. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for that, Ryan. I'll try and find out how tall he is and whether or not. Oh, there's a picture. There's good. a picture of him next to um, Jack Danger. You can use that later for your um, nighttime activities. Oh my god, <laughs> leave me alone! Can't believe- I'm so mad at you for telling me that my face looks fucked today. Well, you said you got 86 chins, like. That's that's an invitation to tell you that your face is fucked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that came after your statement. <laughs> um, hey, new topic. Since I have gone incredibly off tangent, and I would appreciate it if you cut all of that out of the final product. No, um, oh, people are going to be so bored of me talking about Tim Rogers. There is, or is there, a, a Star Wars pinball machine that was made in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, there was. Tell me about this. Um, there was a guy called Hankin. He used to make pinball machines in Newcastle. Do you know that place, Newcastle? It's like this she like dumpster fucking place where just absolute bogans get bred and do end up migrating away from him. I think I've been there once or twice. Keep going. By the way, everyone, Jess comes from Newcastle, and David <laughs> Hankin is her grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> no, my grandfather is. If you look up the Great Emu War of 1932, my grandfather is the man in Google Images that's choking an emu. Okay, <laughs> don't disrespect grandpappy like uh, that. Yeah, they they made a bunch of like average-ish pinball machines. Um, Dennis Lilly uh, was was one of them. I mean, people like it. Aussies like it because they're like, "Fuck yeah, Aussies making pinball machines." Um, yeah. not that great. There's a bunch of Star Wars pinball machines. I think this is the rarest out of them all. Um, it has this really cool back glass. Plays apparently in like absolute dog shit. I, I think, I don't know, I haven't done enough research, but people say that they didn't even have the license for it. They just fucking made it. Ooh. Yeah. I kind of like the audacity of that. So it's kind of like bootleg and they're just like, well, we only made like a couple hundred and if you want to sue us, I'm fucking off to China. So, yeah, he's in China <laughs> Okay, now. cool. And hanging out with... Oh, Mike actually, he actually... Okay. Yeah. Hanging out with whom? Mike from Homepin. Right. Yeah, they're like buddies. They're is, he, like... is he also in China? Uh, he was in China. Now he's in Taiwan making pinball parts. That's what okay. Mike That's what Mike from Homepin should just be doing, just like making pinball parts and just like making mm-hmm. – I think he's like – yeah, he's like replicating all these cool parts. Like, yeah, go, Mike, go. Fucking just do that. Don't make pinball machines. <laughs> just make parts. Full stop. Yeah, you got to find your niche. Yeah, like he's, he was doing that for years, but now he's like in like the best part of the world. 
um, just make us cheap, good quality parts. Sweet. Love that. Yeah. Well, um, when we start the pinball bar, we will order our pinball parts from Mike. Uh, I think he hates my guts, so I'd have to be under... Well, you, you, you can order under your name. That, that's what... That's, I'll order them that's from That's your Mike. one yeah. use... Uh, you'd be wiping <laughs> wiping down pinball machines, cleaning up vomit on the floor, and ordering parts from Mike in China. Get out of town. I've been looking after your sorry ass. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you know, we could have a karaoke section too. This would be awesome. Is this like, was that leading into you just talking about like singing a song for us or... No, I'm not going to go off on any tangents since you told me off for talking about Tim Rogers. Tangents are cancelled. <laughs> um, should we talk about the shit theme of the week? Well, I don't have one. I actually didn't think of one because we are both coming into this episode rather unprepared, as I'm sure nobody can tell at all. Um, so I haven't got anything to offer for a new one, but I can tell you the Australiana 2.0 was a resounding success in comparison to Jeff Teolis as a child listening to Led Zeppelin, which is so surprising. I can't imagine why that would have been the case. Uh, I, I feel like I wish we had an actual page so I can choose the gifts or, you know, the pictures. That was a shit, that was a shit little picture. What? Which picture? The picture you did of Jeff. I, I even sent you, like, an ugly ginger. Like, I was Googling un- ugly gingers and I sent it to but you. But he's not an ugly ginger. In, in the pinball machine... He's an ugly ginger. Well, look, if you think you can do better photoshopping, I am willing to receive the <laughs> products of your creative genius, Ryan. You just send that through, my friend. I've got I've got a theme of the week. Okay. It's very it's very on topic and it's um <laughs> I shouldn't do politics. <laughs> it's 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 just the US presidential election. It's it's yeah. it's it's voter fraud, it's people like screaming that things are corrupt. It's the, the, the white, the process, you know, the mail-in ballots. It's the US uh-huh. pre- just the U.S. presidential election just in general. Count the thing, but don't count the thing. Yeah, just it consumes the world. Like, I, I log into my news websites every day to read about coronavirus. It's all, I, it's all I care about. Like, give me another zero, give me another zero. And this entire week, it's just been the U.S. presidential election. Um, so you want to turn it into a shit theme? Yeah, it's a it's a horrible horrible theme that might actually be quite fun. Okay. Think about all the, I'm the, down the with that. there's like what forty six US presidents. I know I know <laughs> more about it than like the Australian political system. So yeah. Okay. All right. So you can design it then? Yeah, I can design it. That actually reminds me, um, we have to talk about how I nearly very nearly bought Secret Service. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just thought of something really non-PC. Uh, do I want to hear it or not? Multiple. Shoot everything. Brian! <laughs> you are fired. Uh... You are fired. <laughs> Alright, what's yours? your theme of the week, Jess? Everyone in America right now is like, what the fuck, Ryan? It happens, man. <laughs> My shit theme is um, Ryan C's sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and every shot will be you getting canceled for a different reason. Um, yeah, no, I nearly bought, well, I, I was I was considering buying Secret Service because remember I randomly became obsessed with buying this recently after seeing it on the internet and being like, wow, that's an awesome light show. So I don't know why I don't like GNR because I've just decided <laughs> that I want to blind buy a secret I know. That you're, that's, you're such a hypocrite. Ooh, you're like, look at these flashy lights from 1989. I want to buy this pinball machine. 
<laughs> right? I know. I'm willing to admit my hypocrisy here. Um, but, yeah, we did some research a little while ago and it looked like there was only one in Australia, in Brisbane, and then one randomly went up to sail in Sydney. So it was very tempting, Ryan, but I think that I need to probably purchase something that I've actually played before. I don't know. Do you think that that would be wise? Yeah, well, I mean, we had this conversation. You can either buy a pinball machine and realize you don't like it and sell it and you know, you might lose a couple hundred bucks, but then you might play it one day and say, wow, that was amazing. And now I have to wait another two years until someone sells one again. It's such an obnoxious theme. I think it would, it would be great next to Shadow, but it, it is pretty obnoxious. 19, anyway, 1988. Sorry. I, I just had to look up. I'm not ignoring you on my phone. Just checking that Secret Service Pinball by Data East came out in 1988. <laughs> Plus your first pinball machine shouldn't be a Data East pinball machine. You, you like you got to be a bit of a snob. I'm going to make you into a pinball snob, and <laughs> you can't buy a Dario's machine. Sorry. Okay. Right. Okay. I mean, so you what can, will you can because I mean they're like <laughs> a lot cheaper than Bally Bloomers machines. But um, uh-huh. I think I think your first machine should be Demolition Man. You still Demolition you still Man. You still haven't played it. No, I haven't. Why do you think it should be that? Ah, uh, just you just shoot combos all day long. I all love combos day long, and the the more you can use the triggers, and if you use the triggers instead of the flipper buttons. You get double points for combos. Tri- what triggers? What? I've never even seen. I've I've, oh I've, I've saw it in your place briefly. Yeah. What you do you mean? Well, the, triggers. The, the head box was down. Demolition Man, pinball. I'm just gonna send you a photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is good. This okay. this picture is better so than Nate Shiver's face. Yeah. So I just sent you a picture of Demolition Man on WhatsApp. Have a look on the side of the pinball machine. I can't believe you don't know this. You're learning so much today. What? 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 Whoa. What? I have never seen this before. Yeah, that's like modify the hinge system on the game just so the head box can fall down. Basically, like you can you can use the flipper buttons if you want, or you can use the triggers, like a bus. Like you can like feel like you're holding like these two kind of like cryo, cryo. I don't even know. They meant to be like triggers for a gun or triggers for like no. the cryo claw. Anyway. Okay. And so do they? Do they? Using these triggers, does it have the same sensitivity as a flipper button? Yeah, yeah, takes a while. You can do the same things. Okay. Yeah. Um. All the only thing you can't do is you can't you can't stage flip. I think. Would you say you need to play it? Wow. It's at my house. It's it's being it's on available to rent, but no one. It, it's cheap in washing. They always come up for sale. Um. Okay. You should be able to get one pretty cheap, or you can just you know. Well, I'm coming over tomorrow to play. <laughs> it's um awesome. It's the mo- It's a very unintuitive pinball machine. It would make horrible money on location. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's good for the betterment of pinball in general. But for pinball enthusiasts and someone who likes to shoot combos all day long and hear this is like funny thing that that happens in one of the multi balls. Um, uh-huh. The second multi ball, if you get a jackpot, you hear um Sylvester Stallone do this kind of like growl he goes right and that's the jackpot sound um Mm. but every shot is a jackpot so that sounds fun yeah so you just kind of like hear him like doing that sound on top of himself like it's it's amazing so it's like it's like if you're banging heaps of shots in Farley mode on Shadow. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably no. It's not. It's not a silly. It doesn't have that silliness to it. It's very like kind of like hardcore. Um, oh. I'm, I'm not doing the sound a, a great service. I'm lying down on my bed. I can't. I gotta get the vocals right. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't done your vocal warm ups today. You need to have a little glass of honey lemon tea first, blame, and then you can do. I blame your... the asshole who owns Paper Flock. That's why I, didn't, <laughs> I was too busy reading the fucking thing. 
That stupid so asshole. Bad. He is the worst person <laughs> in the world. Yeah, okay. Fair. All right, demo man. So, are we done, Jeff? I think so. I don't have anything else to offer you. Yeah. What's it, what's it like <clears throat> letting Ryan control like most of the show notes? It's pretty aggressive, isn't it? Letting you run the show? Yeah. Look, I don't know. I mean, I, we'll let our listeners be the judge of that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I've already fired you twice in this episode. So, yeah, happy episode 10. Yeah. Um, by the time you record next time, we might actually have something else to talk about. Well, I mean, you can say yeah. that at the end of every episode. That's like the like the dumbest thing to say. Oh, if I look up the sky, it might be blue. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, social pinball. Social pinball might be a thing by the time we next record. So, I'm looking sure. forward to that. Okay, we've been saying that for six months. Though. Oh yeah, you had some friends over, Haley and um. Yeah, Haley and Daniel came over because that's allowed now. Uh, they played the shadow. Um, shadow was not very friendly to any of us that evening, but it was a great time. So, I need to pay a visit to them and play their uh, Guardians and Game of Thrones. That'd be fun. Cool, cool. Sorry, bro. Cool. That's, that's all I've got for you. Thanks, thanks cool. for sharing that. Bye forever. Bye. <laughs>